Amen. Good morning. Stand with us, if you will. Find someone around you, shake their hand, and say, it is good to see you in the house of the Lord today. Can you put your hands together? Come on. We worship the God who we worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. We worship the God who agency. My God, he holds a victory. Come on, sing it out now. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place. We won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. We worship you, Jesus. Come on. God who saves, we sing to the God who always makes a way. He hung up on that cross, then he rose up from that grave. My God, still rolling stones away. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. We won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in Put your hands together. Come on. Lord, we worship you. When we were the beggars, now we're royalty. We were the prisoners, and now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by his grace. Let the house of the Lord sing His praise. We are the better. Come on, sing it out. Now we're royalty. We were the prisoners. Now we're running free. We are forgiven, accepted, redeemed by His grace. Let the house of the Lord sing His praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Come on, sing it out. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. Our God is surely in this place, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the house of the Lord. There's joy in the house of the Lord today, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise. There's joy in the Shout out your praise. 
worship you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We welcome your presence into this place. Holy Lord, holy Lord, holy Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glorify you.
Can you stretch your hands towards heaven this morning? Lord, we worship you. We give you honor today. We give you praise today. Worthy are you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your mercies, your new mercies today. Lord, your mercies are renewed each and every morning is what the word says. And so today, Lord, we step into new mercies. God, into your grace today, knowing that you're a good God and it doesn't matter what baggage we brought in, Lord. Lord, we can leave free in our hearts today and in our minds today. Today, I just want to pray for every need in the house today. If you have a need, will you just lift up your hand? Lots of needs, all right. Know someone that has a need, lift up your hand. There's something about an atmosphere like this that when we come together in one mind and one accord, God begins to just shake the foundation of what we know, and he begins to do what God does. How many believe that God can do miraculous things? Amen. Come on, let's give him a hand. If we're going to do it, let's do it. So will you come into agreement? with me this morning will you come into agreement we'll come into agreement together agreeing that God is going to change some situations today all right let's do that Lord we thank you for this day God I, I pray for those who are afflicted with sickness this morning God whatever the situation those who may be in a hospital bed Lord those who may be home not feeling well today God I pray Lord that you give them strength God I pray that healing virtue would begin to flow right where they're at God God, I pray, Lord, that your anointing, God, the blood of Jesus would begin to just flow right in that place, God. Lord, you were wounded for our transgression. Lord, you were bruised for our iniquities. And so, Lord, Lord, we, we lift you up. God, you took stripes on your back for our healing. So, Lord, I pray for those who are dealing with sickness today. God, we just pray healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, those who are dealing with with situations at home, bondages, or or whatever the need. Some may need a job. God, whatever, the, those whose marriages might be falling apart, God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would send peace. God, that you would send direction, God. Maybe someone's feeling lost in their heart. Maybe someone's overcome with depression. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that depression be broken. God, we, we claim the blood of Jesus right now. God, I pray for those who are afflicted in their minds. God, and I pray peace. God, I pray, Lord, that your grace would abound, God, because where your grace is, Lord, there's peace. So today, Lord, we just thank you, God, in advance for meeting these needs, for touching these hearts today. God, thank you, Lord, for this time of worship. God, we believe that the best is yet to come today, Lord, and we just pray that your spirit would continue to move, God, and begin to touch and begin to change hearts. Lord, we say, Lord, we surrender. Here we are. Here we are today, Lord. We surrender to you, Jesus. We give you praise and we give you adoration. Come on, can you, can you give Jesus a hand clap of praise? Do you believe that he's still a healer? Do you believe that he's still a deliverer? Look at your neighbor, if you will. And say, it is 
good. The other one that you didn't talk to earlier, it is good to see you today. The one on the other side, all right? And you may be seated this morning. Tell you what, I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. It's so good to see you today. And so many, so many great familiar faces and some faces that I, that I don't know. If you don't know me, my name is TJ. I, I am the pastor here. And it is so good to have you today. If you are a visitor with us today, we want to say welcome. We pray that you feel uh, welcome in this house. This isn't our normal decorations. we got a little something else going on up here. This week, uh, we have our VBS. We are excited about our VBS. Uh, and they're going to announce a little bit more of that starting tomorrow night, Monday, all the way through Thursday. And this, they uh, thank you to everybody who showed up yesterday to work. Come on, let's give them all a hand. They transformed this place. I had I, I came a little bit late and I had one job. So if this thing falls, it's on me, okay? It's on pastor. So uh, but doesn't everything look great? We are excited about what's to come. And uh, how many we got a little taste of that last week with the uh, with the with the kids' service last week. How many enjoyed the kids' song last week? Man, I was pumped up. You say, oh, you're not supposed to have fun in church. You could sit there like a knot on a log if you want to, but I believe that you need to have fun in church, all right? And I believe that, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so if you're a visitor with us today, I just want to say welcome. Can we give all of our guests here and online a welcome today? And we have quite a few things. Today's a special day. I'm, without any further ado, I'm going to ask... Uh, Brittany and Matt to come up here, and Mackenzie is down in Florida suffering for Jesus at the beach, so she's not here, and we've got to, we're going to recognize some people today, so have at it, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, I don't know if you guys realize, but we had, uh, we're, in, we're in the summertime, and what, what pre-coats the, the summer is graduation, so we have a few people that we want to honor this morning, some of our graduates, some of our uh, school completers. Um, a couple of them are so anxious and so hungry to get out in the world. One of them has actually started their job today. Uh, th she's hungry. Um, but uh, So we have Annalise Hudson. Annalise, um, of course, most of you know, has been in this church. We've, some of us have carried her in her car seat through here. Um, but so... Uh, we remember that little picture. Um, but Annalise is graduating this year as she graduated. So give Annalise a hand if you wouldn't mind. She's not here. <laughs> Again, she was so eager to get started in the workforce uh, that she jumped right in. Um, uh, our next one uh, is Haley East. Uh, most of you have seen Haley. Haley is awesome. Uh, but she is enjoying her graduation time down in Florida. So no hand clap. No, I'm just kidding. So give Haley a hand clap. She's in Florida enjoying her graduation. We do have a couple more that are actually here. And I'm pretty excited about. So Cade, where are you at? Where's Cade? There he is. There's Cade. Come on up, Cade. This is Cade Housel. Most of you know them. Cade's been here a lot on Wednesdays and Sundays. You may see him up top, you may see him down low, but Cade has actually worked in this church and helped and served in this church for a long, long time. Come on up, Cade. Uh, a long, long time. He is awesome. I truly believe that God has placed a calling on Cade's heart. Uh, you, if you want, you want to, I was going to give you guys a chance to talk for five minutes. Is that okay? I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, yeah, so that's Cade. Give Cade a hand. 
Um, our next one, now he's, he's, kind, of a, he's kind of a sneaker. We, we, he's kind of a sneaker, but we're going to have Caleb Nealon come up. You, won't, you see him in the back a lot. Caleb is awesome. Caleb is absolutely fantastic. And let me tell you about how good a cook this fella is. All right? Caleb is by far a lot better cook than me. And he can, I'm telling you, the chicken and rice batch that he makes, absolutely fantastic. So we wanted, to, we wanted to honor Caleb this morning as well um, and say how awesome he is. Caleb's going Caleb's gonna to say something. No, I'm joking. He's not going to say anything. He, he did good enough to get here, so he's gone. So give Caleb one more hand clap if you would. Thank you so much. And I love graduation. I like to honor everybody, and I hope and pray, I pray, Lord, I pray right now that they are watching. Because we have a graduate from college that's not here. Tyler uh, Warner, <laughs> he, there, he's in Florida too. They're all in Florida. But I was going to really call him out this morning because he's got through Ivy Tech. It's an amazing feat. I was going to call him out this morning. But just give him a clap as well because he has finished college. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. If we have forgotten anyone, maybe this is your first time here. Maybe I, didn't, I wasn't aware. Do we have any more high school graduates with us? Or college graduates, PhD, master's, life graduate. Yes, amen. We'll give these guys one more hand clap. Would you mind? Thank you so much. I, gra I graduated from the School of Hard Knocks, so uh, I want to, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just playing. Uh, it's, so, it's so good to see you guys today. I am excited and thrilled for today. How many are excited expecting God to do something amazing today? So many of you know that the Harveys are here with us today. And uh, come on, give them a hand. They came up here for a little something special with their son. Uh, he got married this, this last weekend. And uh, in the process of coming up here, I thought, there is no way if you're coming up here that you're going to get away without coming up here and being able to speak for us and to, to speak into our lives. And you guys have been gone just right at one year almost to the date. Pretty close. To the date. One year ago today, they said goodbye. And now they're back. They're visiting you guys. And I, I just want to say this. Um, Part of the reason that I'm here today is, is number one, because Pastor Greg, uh, he, he, put a little, he put a little call in my ear when I was in California. He just, he called me, and then I didn't, he might have called me, and I didn't answer him back right away, and then he, he, he was consistent, and he talked to me about coming here, and I, I'm grateful for that, and I feel like we stand on the shoulders of giants. I, I always want to give honor to those who have gone before us, and honestly, they, had, they did so much in the time that they were here. They established so many things, and we felt like we walked into one of the best setups and the, one of the easiest situations ever, and so we want to say thank you guys for clearing the way and doing, doing a lot of the hard work and, and just making it easy on this little young guy up here, all right? And we appreciate that. Can, without any further ado, I'm going to ask them all to come up here. All of you. Come on. Come on, Becca. And, and Becca Grace, come on. And so will you, will you give them a warm welcome today? Back in the pulpit today.
think Brandy and Greg still like me. I don't know if Becca still likes me, but I, I wanted you guys to see her. Isn't she, isn't she just grown and just a beautiful young lady and so good to see her? So, Without any further ado, man, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Just have your will and way today and just, uh, man, just, just testify. Tell us what's going on in your world and let us know what's up. Love you guys. Do y'all want to say anything? Would you like to share anything, Grace? I mean, just. By the way, hands off, guys. <laughs> We're not driving up to Indiana for another wedding, so hands off. That's, you can sit down. <laughs> it is an honor to be here and to see some familiar faces, and it is awesome to see some not-so-familiar faces, those that I haven't met yet. That's because that tells me that there's new people coming, there's growth happening, and I love that. I'm excited to hear what's taking place. One of the most exciting things is to hear that, that there's growth that's happening after we've left. That was one of the most, <laughs> throw those back, I might need those. Those are my keys. Oh. Those are, I mean, it is so exciting to hear the stories of growth taking place. And, and we, don't, we don't find a fence. I mean, y'all could have came before while we were here, but hey, that's just what it is, you know. Oh, um, things are going good. We did think it was. The last time we were here and we preached, it was the first Sunday in June. Of, of 2020, and um, we bawled our eyes out that Sunday, and um, we we hugged, even though it was 2020, and you weren't supposed to do that in 2020, and um, it, it's just kind of bringing, y'all seem close to me, man, like I'll step on y'all when I walk down, I already told Christy working the camera like you you know I move and you know that so loosen that thing up and put some WD-40 on there because we're, we're we're going for a walk follow me um, Texas let me let me share a little bit what's going on um, it is been raining um, a lot um, it has been just a wonderful transition I, I had a, a pastor friend tell me, he said, you've got to write a book on how to go from one church to another. Because it went, um, just the transition was so smooth. And I, I said, you know, God was in the whole thing because the transition here was smooth. That, that this church didn't go without a pastor, and this church got the right pastor. Amen? I'll give you all another opportunity on that one. This church got the right pastor, amen? I mean, just, hey, come on. Uh, now I have to look up at the balcony now. Man, you are up there too. So, man, God was in everything. And he's been with us. He's been with us at our church down there in Texas. 
and it is awesome to see that he's been with you guys, guys here. Um, I'm trying to say you guys so y'all understand because y'all just wants to pour out now that I'm back in Texas. Good. All right. Hey, if you got your Bibles, I'm just going to get in the Word. And stand with me as I read. I don't know if you make them do that. I always did. I, I said, you know, burn some calories one way or another. If I got to stand while I'm preaching, you at least got to stand while I'm reading. That's just, just how it works. But 2 Kings, the sixth chapter, and I really feel I have a word for you. I, I really do. I was praying about this, and um, God, God, just just brought this in and um and I was looking back and like making sure because you want confirmation if you're a preacher you so hey I I got got the word I'm gonna preach and then and then I started doing the preacher things that we can do now I don't know how them how our dads did it uh, because they didn't have internet or YouTube to go look at. I mean, they're, they're digging up cassette tapes trying to find what, where they've been preaching on lately. But so, so I checked out, and I'm um, like, man, it was just confirmation. And um, so, even the title, I'm going to preach on Make Room. Does that seem familiar around here? Is that the, I mean, I was like, is this fitting God that I preach on Make Room? And then I look back, and like, oh, that's their whole theory. See, or, or not theory. But um, <laughs> theme, yeah, it's not not evolution. It's a the theme for the for the year. So, but in Second Kings chapter six, I was giving y'all time to turn there, and I noticed none of y'all turned. Y'all just kept staring up above me. You don't even bring your Bible to church, you heathens. Louis, you got your Bible. You can amen that. That's right. says this, and the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, see now the place where we dwell with you is too small for us. Isn't that a good problem? Oh, and isn't that a good, some of you are like, oh no, I kind of like it little. Now, isn't that a good problem? That we're outgrowing the place we're at. That, that there's something we've got to add to this. We've got to do something. You know, I, I've realized you can, you can look at the problem and say it's too small, or you can do something about the problem. And I like what the, what the sons of the prophets did because next it, it says, please let us go to the Jordan and let every man take a beam from there and let us make there a place where we may dwell something bigger. And Elisha answered, well, go. Because I'm not cutting anything down. Y'all do it. I like Elisha too. It's just, y'all work. And then it says, if I, I'm just talking now. It's, then it says, then one said, please consent to go with your servants. And he answered them, I'll go. That's how I read it. I mean, that's. So he went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. And he cried out and said, Alas, master, 
for it was borrowed. So the man of God said, where did it fall? And he showed him, and he threw, where am I at? And he showed him the place, so he cut off a stick and threw it in there, and he made the iron float. That's pretty cool. Therefore, he said, pick it up for yourselves. So he reached out his hand and took it. Hey, before you're seated, will you pretend it is 2020? Push your neighbor to the side and tell him, make room. I need some space in here. You're standing too close to me. I didn't say you could be seated, did I? That's just, man, sit down. Make room. Make, make room. I think we've got accustomed to that, haven't we, of making a room for others. There's some things I like that happened in 2020. I don't feel bad telling a close, close talker to step back. <laughs> Six feet. Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> My theme song of 2020. Don't stand so close to me. People you don't want to hug, you're quick with the fist pump now. That's just, you don't even feel, I, I don't even know what to do now. Do we shake hands? Do we fist pump? Does it, what's the, elbow always felt weird. That, that's, that was stupid. I thought we ought to do the kick. Something. Because when you're really mad, you can really kick. I mean, just nail them in the shins. Oh, whoops, my bad. But make room. We're the, the, the sons of the prophets here in, in 2 Kings, they've, they have come to a place that they've realized where we're staying at is getting a little tight for us. We're standing closer than six feet apart. It's too tight. It's uncomfortable. If, if we're going to continue to grow, we've got to do something, not because of what was happening, but because the place they were in was too small. How many know that can be a problem? I mean, God can be moving, things taking place, people coming in, but, but if the place you're in is too small, you've got a problem. And you've got to decide, we've got to do something about it. If, if we're going to go to new levels, if we're going to go to the next places, uh, we've got to build. And the problem is, uh, is that in order to build, it takes work. Come on, come on now, come on, come on. I know you are still Pentecostal and y'all can preach with me. Don't make me come down there early. I'm not even ready to come down yet in the message. It, the problem is that we look at is that sometimes we're a little too happy staying in small places because it would take work to do something bigger. It's good to preach on make room, but when you preach on work to make room, you have people get a little less excited. When, when the plan is everybody cut down a beam, everybody do something, everybody do their part, then, then you start thinking, well, I don't know if I want to do my part. I just want to come and enjoy. I was kind of fine with my brother standing three feet next to me. 
got sick, but hey, I was fine with it. But when I've got to work, the problems begin to happen. And you see this because, how I many, here, here's, when, when you begin to start working, how many know problems rise up? I'll preach to the back. You are talking to me. Come down here. I mean, no. When, when the labor starts going, the complaints start taking place. The, the problems start happening when, the, when, when all the swinging of axe heads is going around. And you got this one guy now. You got this. You, you got to love this guy. He's like me. Evidently, he's never swung an axe in his life. He didn't even own an axe. It was borrowed. I'll get to that later. He didn't even own the axe. And he didn't even know really how to work the axe. Sorry if you're up in the balcony. You're just going to have to listen. Because I... Didn't even own the axe. He didn't even know how to work the axe because he's swinging. And the whole time he's swinging, something's happening and he doesn't even recognize it. He's swinging on this and with every swing trying to do his job, cut his beam down because they had this bright idea. He, he's not, he was the interior decorator. Everybody cut a beam? Really? Come on, come on. Just bring them here. I'll tell you where to stack them. I mean, just, he's swinging away. And while he's swinging, the axe head is slipping off. It's wiggling. It, it's getting a little looser. And he's just, nonchalant. I'm just working away. Just swinging. And before you know it, as he's swinging... The axe has no longer on it. I wonder how long it took him to notice. And really, really, I mean, he was he was he just beating the tree with the stick for a while? Wondering why everybody else seems to have progress. I don't know why I don't. I'm just beating bark. You know, if, if you're not careful, listen to me, church. You can be so focused on your ability to do something. So focused in your ability to swing. So focused on your strength. So focused on your talent. So focused on what you can do that you forget all about the real source and the power behind it. Let, let, me, let me say that again for, for, the, for the rest of y'all who... You can be so focused in what you can do that you forget and you just leave out what the power is that makes it take place. Well, I'm working... I'm a swinging. I'm doing my job. 
Yeah, but but is there is there any effect to it? Or are you just swinging? How many watch people just swing away at some stuff and never accomplish anything? Just just don't point. But how many has seen had wives nudging their husbands? I've seen people just, just, they're swinging. They're working. They're busy with no progress. Well, that's why I should call this busy with no progress. You're just working, just swinging, just cutting, just going through another day. Doesn't seem like anything's happening. Have you thought, is there something missing in my effort? Because I've watched, listen, I've watched, this is important, because I've watched as as churches begin to grow, that they know they've got to do something. So they work, they work, they work, and and they've left out the power that got them there. If we just get this program going, it will make room. If we just get, come on, if we just, can I just tell you, if you just let the Holy Spirit and power begin to work, they'll make some room. Get some power behind what you're swinging with. And I'm afraid, come on now, I'm afraid we get too busy just doing our thing, just busy in being busy with no accomplishment to it because the power that was behind the swings at the beginning fell off a long time ago and we're just still swinging trying to do something. Busy to be busy. Swinging to swing. But nothing happening in the effort because the power has fell. And I think I realized what happened to this young man. This caught me. I've preached on this before. Hey, heads up, for some of you taking notes, yes, I've preached on this before here. Which is why I can preach it on again here. But this caught me this time. The problem with the young man was the fact that the axe was borrowed. You see, he didn't pay a price to get the power. It was borrowed. He didn't didn't pay the price. There's something different about if you buy something than if you borrow something. If you buy something, you paid the price to get it. There was some, some sweat involved. 
some way or another, whether it was I got the money because I worked, and now I'm able, because I worked in my sweat and my tears, now I'm able to finally pay the price to get this. He didn't do any of that. He just simply, I've got to do my job. So everybody else has a little power. Everybody else has an axe. Let me just borrow this axe. Why do you think that was a bad axe anyway? Yeah, you can borrow this one. A little loose at the head. You, you, you can't borrow my good one. You can, you can borrow this one. I'm not letting you touch my good one. He didn't pay the price to have what he has. He's just borrowing it. In order to get the power in here, listen, you've got to pay the price. And I know we like to borrow it, the power. I I know we would rather just have an evangelist come in, and that week, he brought the power. Can we use it for a couple little bit and then it falls off and then we then we then we go looking for the next maybe we need to go to a conference oh if I could just get to this conference oh that conference Man, I felt I felt the goosebumps come up, and my little hairs come up on the back of my neck. Ooh, I even had the the. Not, I don't know if it was Holy Ghost or not, but I went. Ooh. I mean, it was just. And it felt good to swing with some power for a little bit, but then it's just because I didn't pay the price. It fell, and now I'm stuck again, swinging away, getting angry while I'm swinging because I have no progress. If I could just hear this person preach, then maybe I could, if I could turn on T.D. Jakes, because boy, he really brings it, borrow some of his power, turn it on, man, he really, they listen to him live he preaches for two hours I don't know if I want to sit and watch that whole thing borrowing stuff you see if you get caught in borrowing stuff here's here's what the the church does I've I've noticed whoo we're growing Roller coaster riding. Borrow something. And it's gone. We need something. Something's missing. Oh, let's borrow it. And we go in this stage in our lives. Just for y'all in the back, can y'all see? It's going up and down just in case you couldn't follow it. Borrowing. There's a difference between borrowing and paying the price. 
when you pay the price for it, you guard it. When you pay the price for it, you inspect it before you use it. You make sure the axe is sharpened when it's yours. And you spent your money on it. You invested. You spent some time. Come on, let me get, let me get real. We, you spent some time in the prayer closet for that. You spent some time worshiping. You spent some time praying. You spent some time in the Word. And when you, when you get your power from, from what you've done, when you've worked for it, when you've labored for it, you guard that power a little bit. You don't catch yourself just swinging away and, and, and nothing happening because you're guarding. Before you swing anything, you begin to inspect it. Is it a little loose? Is there something? Is there a chance that I might lose this a little bit? Then I better tighten it. I, bet, I don't even know how to tighten it, but they do. So, so I better tighten it a little bit. I better check out. I better make sure it's functional because I'm not going to get caught working uh, and not working uh, without my power. Come on now. If I pay the price, I guard it. If I pay the price, I'm not going to lose it. But if I'm only borrowing some stuff, it's just borrowed. We drove a rental car to get here. I even made the comment. Because, I mean, I asked, let, let me give you the whole story. This is God. This is, this is just God right here. I mean, just blessing us. Out of the blue, Grace takes our car to school. Never drove our car. Takes it to school the last day of school. And this is not her fault. This isn't on her at all. It's part. And some other kid backed into our car while, while our car is parked. Now, at first, that was a bummer, but, but, we, but we thought, you know, maybe God's going to bless us through this. Let's take it into the shop. We've got a week that we're going to be gone. Maybe their insurance will give us a rental. So we get to drive the rental here and put miles on a rental instead of my car because it's borrowed. I asked them when I when I when I got it, I said, is it unlimited miles? I don't think they, they said yes, but I don't think they knew what they were getting into. Bring it back one week later with twenty six hundred miles on it at least. Right now it's sixteen hundred miles, and I've got, I've got, a thousand to go to get back. So, <laughs> barely in. I mean, we're we're heading up, and the and the change oil soon light comes on. Brandy says, "You think we might all change the oil?" I said, "No, nah, it's a rental." Not my problem. It's borrowed. 
I'm not seeing this car again after I turn it in. It can be bone dry of oil when I pull in. That's fine. It's borrowed. Just borrowed. We have a different attitude when it's borrowed. Not my stuff. I'll take care of my stuff. Guard my stuff. Guys swinging away with an axe. That's of no value to him because what actually does the job had fell off a long time ago. And his response to Elisha is, help me out. It's borrowed. Borrowed. There's no shortcuts to it. If all you're going to do is borrow, you're just going to always be frustrated. If you're going to build this, it's going to take you doing some prayer. It's not going to take just him doing some prayer. He can't cut down all the beams. In fact, Elisha's job wasn't even to cut down any of the beams. Here's his job. Elisha comes back on, on the scene uh, doing his job. I'll help you get your power back. <laughs> if you lose it. Elisha they, they, they come they come crying to Elisha, I lost it in, the wa- in this muddy, murky water. It doesn't say that, but I'm just guessing. It makes a better story. There's piranhas in there and alligators and anacondas. and I mean, just make it good, just scary now. It fell into the river of doom and lava. Uh, okay, let me go on. It fell, and he winds to Elisha, and Elisha's response, listen, because this is important. You always got to know where you lose it. Where did it, where did it fall in at? I've got a chance to get it back if I can go back and find out where I lost it. And if you can go back and, where, where did I lose my time? I used to be in the Word all the time. Where did I lose that? Oh, Facebook. Okay, well, that's where I lost it. If I know where I lost it, I can, I can find it back. I can, I, can, I can cut off Facebook for a little bit, not really. But I mean, just at least turn notifications off. If I find out where I lost it, I can get it back. So Elisha asked him, where did you lose it? And he points in right, right there in, in that muddy, murky, piranha-infested uh, Gator on the bank, water, 
I ain't going in. And Elisha cuts a stick off, throws it in, and, and that's that's cool and all. Cause because the axe head floats, whereas another translation puts it, the axe head swims. Um, I don't know which is cooler. But it floats up. And Elisha does something there. And, and this is this for all y'all. Can I get worship team back up? Because now we're at, at a place of getting ready to do something. About half the church just left. Man, just they look awesome up here, don't they? In, in their worship. And doesn't the decorations look awesome? My mouth is watering for a cherry lifesaver right now. <laughs> don't know why. But um, <laughs> good job, TJ. Pastor TJ. Elisha says, I can make it float up to where you can see it, but I'm not getting it for you. Because the idea is Elisha to come in and save the day, and I'll just, whoo, there you go, here's your axe head. But but you borrowed to get it. You did nothing to get it in the first place, but ask. And I'm not going to leave you with the same mentality so I can make it float. I can make it rise up, but you've got to get it for yourself. I can show you where it is, but you've got to Get it for yourself. Now, now, and, and, and he gives a visual, really, if you can picture the scene, you can kind of get a visual of how to get the power back. Because if he's on the bank, and the axe head is these Kleenex boxes, now I can't. My back's a little sore. I've been swinging for a while, and I can't quite. Man. No, I'm serious. I can't reach that. I'm not even playing. This is a bad illustration. I'll never get it. Maybe, maybe, maybe if I get down. Oh, now I'm in a. No, no, why? Maybe if I get down in a position of humility again, on my knees, and I, I'm afraid we've been trying to get it from here because, because I want to stay planted and strong and where i got power my feet but I can't get the power unless I get on my on my knees
This isn't a place of only, this isn't a place of weakness. This is a place where you get your power back. This is a place where impact to what you're doing begins to happen. This is the place right right here. On my knees is where I get some productivity to what I'm doing. I'm not just swinging to swing, but... But, but I'm swinging with purpose again when I, when I get here. I'll never lose my power again if I stay in, in this position. In this position, I can always reach it. I can always get down and grab hold of it. I'll never lose it as long as I'm, as I'm humble before Him. And I'm telling you, have you lost your power right now? Because I know we want to talk about making room. And I know we want to talk about filling the house and I know that we want to talk about God doing great and changing the community and changing the area but it won't happen if I don't have my power if I don't have the ability to cut down my beam if I don't have the ability to do my part to do my job to do and I know it's going to cost a price but are you willing to pay the price are you going to get stuck borrowing your whole life and stand with me across this place. Because we need the power. Programs are good, but not if there's no power behind it. It's just a stick beating bark. If the other church down there is doing this, yeah, maybe you can borrow it from them. See what that gets you. Or maybe you can pay the price and get the power yourself. Holy Spirit right now in this place. God, I pray that you endue this house with power. God, that you begin to feel this place. It's with power that makes the difference. When the church in Acts, when they left an upper room, God, they went in weak, just 120, but they left full of power and attacked a community for you. 3,000 added that day because the difference was power. So God, endue with power right now. Come on, just ask the Holy Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, fill me with your power. When I, I can't do it for you. I can't. I, I, I was thinking about maybe laying hands on you, but, but then it's just borrowed for a little bit. But if you grab it, if you get it, if you seek it, if you reach for it, there's a difference. 
people and just ask Him, God, fill me now with Your power. Fill me, God, with Your power. God, fill with power. Endue with power. They're not swinging for nothing, God. They're swinging with purpose. Fill them with your power. Fill them with your power. Fill them, God, with your power. Oh, Lord. Come on, some of you might need to come down and reach for it. It, it might take some effort. When these altars are open, you might have to get into a position to where you can reach it. I, I can't grab it from where you're standing. I'm, t I'm just honest. But, but when I kneel at the altar, I, I, can, I can get it. These, these altars are open right now. If you're, if you're going to reach for it, come on, reach for it. Don't get stuck where you're at. God, do something right now. Done by who? 
something real quick fairly quick TJ Pastor TJ I've known this this man for a long time I've known him since we were both the same age <laughs> and then I got older it was a long time ago camps in Arkansas you to come up and, and Tristan will you come I know you're you're working you're swinging away back there with power in what you do instead not just swinging for nothing I've known known them enough to know that that when he's swinging he's swinging for the fences he's swinging away will, will y'all come up and I, Brandy will you come up and, and um, I was going to read a scripture, and and I put it in New Living Translation, and that was the wrong translation, so there's no sense of it being up there anyway. I'm going to read it in the New King James, because when I was praying, this, this one stuck out to me, and it might sound familiar, 
because I did go checking out what y'all done and I heard you read this scripture. So, but Isaiah 54 and two, and it says this in the, in the New King James, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. The reason I felt I had to read it in this one is because the New King James reads, a, reads it a little different than the New Living. And there is something that stuck out to me. The New King James has that phrase, and let them stretch out the curtains. Enlarge, let them stretch. We want to talk about making room. But there's going to be stretching involved. And when there's stretching involved, there's resistance. That's the difference. I would love to just make room by getting a bigger tent. But I make room by stretching. And anytime there's a stretching, there's going to be resistance that takes place. Not everybody's going to agree with everything you say you do. There'll be resistance. You can stand up here and go, hey, we've got to make room. Let's have another service. I don't want to do two services. Just go the same one you always went to. What does it matter? You're not swinging anyway if you're grappling like that. This is just me and him talking. Yeah. Don't be offended. Just pretend it's your neighbor saying that. There's going to be resistance. And the farther you stretch, the more resistance there is. And there'll come a point, listen to me, there'll come a point where it feels like a breaking. But God's not stretching you to break you. He's stretching you to enlarge you. They feel about the same. There's going to be some times that it's going to be, is this even worth it? But the question to ask, what's my job? I'm making room. And you, and you might not, not agree with it. It's just resistance that's happening, but I'm making room because I've got a purpose. And I've got the power, and I'm not swinging for nothing. I'm just not cutting down trees to cut down trees. I'm cutting them down to enlarge a territory. So there's going to be a stretching and a resistance, but he's anointed you for this time. And can you just stretch out your hands this way? Because he's got some stretching he's got to do. God, right now, anoint with power, God, for the purpose. God, right now, anoint, Lord. God, there's going to be resistance that comes, but God, don't let a fence come in just because of some resistance. God, just let them know that it's expected. It's a stretching. But God, I don't get the larger area. I don't make room if I don't stretch. I can stay in the small place or I can enlarge it. And God, I choose to enlarge right now. So in 
through him with power for the job. God, anoint him for the purpose right now. Anoint her, God. God, you've called them for this time, this place. And God, you've put a stretching in them for them to come here. You've already anointed them with a stretching. Now, God, as they stretch this area, as they stretch this church, making room for the lost, let the vision of the house be fulfilled through them. Come on, let's give Jesus Christ, the head of the church, a hand clap of praise. As I was, you could be seated just for a second. We're gonna we're gonna be done in just a moment. I I know you've been standing for a minute. Um, thank you for that confirmation, that word today, and. Uh, and, and being led of the Spirit. And, and many of you know, know me. One of the things that, that the Lord just speaks to me constantly is being led by the Spirit of God. Being directed by the Spirit of God. I mean, He orders our steps. He literally order, will order our steps. We'll just follow Him. And I don't know about you. I don't want to swing just to swing. I want to swing with purpose. And I want to swing to build the house the way that God wants to build the house. Not like I want to build the house, not like you want to build the house, but how God sees to build the house. <laughs> so thank you so much for that, that word today. And I, I just want to say this. Uh, if you want to bless the Harveys, we've, we've already got, given them an offering, but if you want to give them some more, you can put it in the... And the box is in the back. Greg's going to come up and give a little bit more announcements. But I, I just want to say that if you want to bless them or if you just want to bless them on the way out, you can go ahead and do that. We're not going to be mad at you. And I promise you they won't be mad at you. Uh, or will you? I don't know if they will or won't. But, uh, but anyway, so uh, I, I want to say if, if you're a guest with us, it's so, so, such good to, so good to have you here today and an honor to have you here. And uh, just uh, I tell you what, I feel charged, I feel blessed in my heart, I feel uplifted. I'm going to ask Greg to come up, and he is going to give you a few announcements. And uh, I want to mention this, I didn't, uh, the graduates, uh, there is going to be a, a, a black box that looks like a graduation hat back there. And if you want to bless them, you could put some money in there. I'm, is that going to be at the Welcome Center? And so you can bless all the graduates, and we'll split it evenly. I promise you, me and Matt won't get any of it, and uh, we'll make sure that it gets to them. So here you go. Amen. Thank you. Can we give the Harveys one more round of applause? 
Yeah, so good seeing him here. He didn't even spit a cough drop on me today. I appreciate that. Inside story, I'll tell you about it. Hey, if you're a guest with us today, we're so honored that you came out. At the welcome desk, we've got a gift just for you. In front of you is a Connect card. If you could fill that out and take it to the welcome desk, we just want to get to know you a little bit better and learn how we can disciple you and get to know you. Uh, tithing, you can give for your tithing or offering. You can give online or you can text. Or we've got boxes on the walls outside the balcony and outside the sanctuary as well. Big, big exciting week for, for Cornerstone. Our VBS kicks off tomorrow night at 7 p.m. It's going to go through Thursday from 7 to 9. So we will not have services on Wednesday night this week. So if you are part of the VBS, we're going to have a meeting right after church here in the sanctuary. Just meet back here in the corner. And we're going to have a quick meeting right after service. So please don't take off just yet. Uh, we've got uh, Judah Fest. Coming up June 19th, if you want to be a part of Judah Fest, you want to get into servicing, uh, helping set up or helping clean up, and just getting to know the public. And if you've never been a part of the Cornerstone Judah Fest, you do not want to miss out. What a great opportunity and experience you're going to have here that night. And then we've got the Reboot Summer Camp in Kentucky, July 26th through the 29th. The remaining balance of $75 is due today, so make sure you get that taken care of. Make sure I didn't miss anything. 